Hi, Pete. The big question, of course, is why ordinary working people have to pay the price for high inflation. Well, Nico, you've got to remember that the Reserve Bank has a pretty challenging mandate, especially now, and that's keeping inflation between 2 and 3% over time. It's currently 7% while maintaining the economic prosperity of the Australian people and then achieving full employment. Now, people mightn't be feeling particularly prosperous at the moment after 12 interest rate rises, but to avoid even more aggressive hiking and more pain. The RBA's Deputy Governor, Michelle Bullock, has really laid it on the line that to get inflation down with a much slower economy, the unemployment rate needs to rise to around 4.5%, up from the current 3.6%, which could come at the cost of 140,000 jobs by the end of the year. Now, this goes to the narrow path we keep hearing about, somehow getting inflation down, but retaining the remarkable jobs gains built up due to uh, closed borders during the pandemic and the post-pandemic boom. But we're not there just yet, which is why Michelle Bullock says quite explicitly that the unemployment rate needs to rise. We need to think about the consequences for the labour market of not getting inflation under control. Price stability is a prerequisite for a strong economy and full employment. Indeed, it's very difficult to sustain full employment without price stability. If high inflation were to become entrenched in people's expectations, it would be very costly to reduce later, involving even higher interest rates and a larger rise in unemployment. Yeah, that's the Reserve Bank Deputy Governor Michelle Bullock there. And Peter, just remind us how full employment is measured and what have unions got to say about this idea that jobs have to go to pull inflation down? Well, Nick, the concept of full employment probably sounds a bit fuzzy when you're looking at the prospect of losing jobs, but this is basically where you get a balance between demand and supply in the labour market with that 2 to 3% inflation target. Michelle Bullock thinks that's a jobless rate of around 4.5%, which is still historically low. Now, not surprisingly, None of this has gone down well with unions who think the Reserve Bank is addicted to outdated economic theory that tells struggling Australians some of you need to lose your jobs or will have to smash you all with more interest rates. Zach Smith, National Secretary of the CFMEU, suggests rising corporate profits are to blame, so why should workers pay the price? Or as the RBA minutes yesterday noted, some firms are knowingly or unknowingly indexing prices to inflation. And he says monetary policy needs an overhaul. Yeah, look, it's outrageous comment. And it just goes to show how deeply out of touch the Reserve Bank is. Not just reality, but the the day-to-day struggles of working people. Workers across the country are facing interest rate hike after interest rate hike. And then to have a deputy chair of the Reserve Bank come out and say that employment's too high and to say that, you know, maybe we need more unemployment is just a completely outrageous statement. This could mean around 140,000 people out of work. People are already doing it pretty tough with 12 rate rises since May last year. Yeah, exactly right. People are doing it tough. People across this country um, being told that they have to absorb the pain for an inflationary crisis that was caused by the big end of town. It wasn't caused by working people. That goes to show the failed neoliberal economics that the Reserve Bank is absolutely beholden to. Zach Smith is the National Secretary of the CFMEU. So, Peter... 
What's the outlook for more rate rises? Well, the Reserve Bank board is alarmed at still high inflation becoming entrenched. But as we saw in the minutes yesterday, the board's divided on how hard to go. The decision to hike a fortnight ago was finally balanced. Now, what we do know is that at least one more rate hike is likely and money markets see a 63% chance of a move to 4.35% next month. That would be the 13th hike since May last year. And we should know that the prospect of rising unemployment could increase mortgage stress with, of course, the weight of higher repayments and the reality that many households rely on two incomes, not just one, to service the debt.